I'm currently hooking up with someone I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> All right. Tell me a story. What happened? So I've been in a, a relationship for about four years. Recently, I started getting attracted to my gay friend. Well, let's just say that he's not so gay anymore. Whoa. You turned one? I turned one. So you still got this boyfriend going then, right? Yeah. Are you going to keep this all going and and then just kind of let the boyfriend think you're hanging out with the gay friend and it's all good while the gay friend's really beating it down? I haven't really gotten things that far yet. Well, you should. You're the one in the relationship. I've only known you for 40 seconds. Well, now I'm in love with the gay guy. <laughs> I want you to repeat that sentence to yourself again. <laughs> oh, trust me. I've been repeating it for weeks. How does this gay guy feel? I, I gotta stop calling him the gay guy. I feel what's his, can let's call him let's call him Potato. Just give him a blanket okay. name. Okay. How does Potato feel about all this? Because he might just be down for the get down. Is is he in love? Well, I don't know because every time we hang out, he's so drunk. <laughs> Oh, so, so Potato is so gay that he's got to get drunk to get in with you. Exactly. <laughs> is that horrible? Uh, no, it's not horrible for me because this is my show. Horrible for you? Totally. <laughs> the only thing that would make this story any better is if your boyfriend hooked up with this guy, too. That's the only thing that would make this better. Oh, my God. I don't see that happening. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of do. But, all right, well, listen... <laughs> Good luck with all this. Try and figure your life out, though, okay? Okay, thank you. No doubt. Later. Hey, brother. Sister, what's going on here? Happy birthday. 933 LLZ. Oh, my God. What is happening? Who's crying? I have no idea what you're saying. All I hear is the baby. Bro, bro, I'm gonna need you to take the baby away from the phone. Gotcha. I want to say happy birthday to LLZ. It's our birthday? LLZ. Yeah, it's our birthday? Yeah. How do you know that? How y'all doing? We're good. 30 years of broadcasting. Wait, FLZ's been on the air for 30 years? Yes, sir. I need to look this up. I didn't know it's our birthday. Yes, that is 30 years. Uh, ever since the Power 933 FLZ from 98. All right. Well, hey, thanks for the call. I'll say Eggroll. I say, hey, Eggroll. Yeah, all right, cool. I'll tell Eggroll. You said, what's up? This bike in the 80s. All right, Mike in the 80s. Yes, sir. Hi, I'm calling about the worst boyfriend. Yeah, tell me your story. Uh, when him and I first met, we were young and I was in school still. And his grandmother didn't like me, so she kicked us out. And we were living in a baseball dugout in Tampa. And he would go over there when I was at school. And he would eat and shower and everything. And then when I would get off... He would be there and he would tell me, oh, I've been waiting here all day for you. So you're mad that he wasn't staying homeless with you? No, no. I'm mad that he was lying and telling me something different. Okay. And then whenever my father passed away, he broke up with me because I would not give him a blowjob on his birthday because my dad passed away the same day of his birthday. 
Yeah, I could see that being rather insensitive. Yeah, and he broke up with me after four years. Because of the whole blowjob thing? Yeah, yeah. So are you still in contact with him at all? Oh, no, I'm married now. Okay, good, good for you. Yeah. I don't even talk to him, don't have no wanting to. All right, well, hey, thank you very much for the call, and I hope everything in your life is in order. Thank you. And you're not living in a baseball dugout anymore? Oh, no, I have a two-bedroom home now. There you go. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the one, the only... Check, 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 check. Uh... Proud to be an American. All right, is Hulk Hogan really your favorite? Uh, he's not. Or do you just have a free sticker on your computer? I have a free sticker on my computer. Although when I was a kid, he was definitely my favorite. Stone Cold. Okay, the two wrestlers that I know are Stone Cold Steve Austin and then Hulk Hogan. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I, I used to. Better. Yeah, when I was a kid, I didn't. I couldn't tell that it was Hulk Hogan. Dolly Parton. It's Parton. P A R T O N. So wait, what so did you think it was? Up, I thought her name was Dolly Parton, P-A-R-D-O-N. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Bless our hearts. Okay, so wait. Uh, what you just heard was some of the stuff that went down on FLZ uh, all like the last two weeks or three weeks. And the reason why uh, it's been so much time in between this episode of Buster's World and the last is I re- recorded an entire episode and it's lost in in space. And that episode includes my new friend Molly, who uh, yeah. we were like, "Hey, you want to come in? You want to be on this?" And so we did. We recorded a whole episode last week. I went I went home to chop everything up, and all of a sudden, what was supposed to be like an hour was a minute and twenty seconds. So somehow that happened. Um, but Molly works here at the radio station at iHeartMedia. You work, uh, you, so you're like in administrative and you work at the country station, right? Kind of like uh, Office Ninja. I do <laughs> I do promotion stuff. I do overnights on one of US 103, 510, base number. And anything in between. Okay, so wait, are you, you're, not, you're obviously, you're not from Florida. How could you tell? <laughs> I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. Oh yeah, and that was one of the things we had discussed last week was how your your four and a half times of language well, classes. Yeah, your ongoing process to learn how to what? What are you trying to smooth lose smooth your out the twang? Accent. Oh, but why? It's how to lose your accent in 28 days, and 28 times four and a half is whatever it is. That's how long I've been taking it. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you've you got a rather thick one, so I don't know if 28 days is going to pull it off. But Well, you kind of sound like me when you're talking to me. I'm not going to like it. It's do funny. You really? So, yeah, you're I picking do, up on the twine. No, you know what's weird about, like, I do that. Um, It's tough because. That's kind of in, a Frank Caliendo thing. No, in radio, in radio, I feel like. I've always felt like you have to sort of kind of sound like your environment a little bit. You don't want to sound like too much of an outsider in a, right. in, a, in a specific city. So naturally, I've kind of trained myself to kind of pick up some of the lingo, right? And just it naturally integrates its way or at least or at least some of the tone. And so, you know, I spent 10 years between New York and Philadelphia and walking away from there, like my own parents were like, God, you sound like a Guido. Like, okay, I get that East every Coast. time I come home, people are like, oh, you done city folk now. And I'm oh, like, really? okay, I'm city folk now. <laughs> Everyone in Florida says, well, um, 
Okay, how long have you been here? <laughs> yeah, did you just move here yesterday? No, nope, ten years ago. Um, so yeah, I could if I spend too much time in a room with you, like this studio, I'll probably end up talking like you. I don't know how. It but, just, okay, but we want the opposite like to happen. I want to talk. I know. I just have. I don't know. I'm easily impressionable or something. Um, okay, so wait. Last week we discussed really quickly about Frank Caliendo and how you and I both offended him. You <laughs> you offended him by not knowing who he was when he got here. He offended me. By not knowing. By not knowing who you were? <laughs> Got it. When I went to go do an interview with him, I won't go through the whole story like I did last week, but I basically offended him by asking him to do what he- Is famous for doing. Does. Yeah. Um, during our interview, I, and I wasn't even really trying, I didn't feel like I was trying to, I, I felt like it was a pretty chill environment, but he wasn't into it. And he got, I've, I've only had that happen one time where someone got up and walked out of an interview and that person was Machine Gun Kelly, who to this day I'm great friends with, but uh, it started pretty rocky when I first interviewed him. Cause he what thought, was your first question? How did No, you- it wasn't the question. Oh. It was halfway through the interview. He, he thought that I was mocking him. Like he thought that because because I talk with my hands and because like I don't know, man, I'm a white boy from Detroit and we pick shit up too. I just said how impressionable I am with my environment and so I don't know. I guess maybe he thought that I was making fun of the way he was talking because. Well, I get that on a daily basis. People make fun of the way I talk, so I feel you, man. So uh, yeah, so he got up and walked out and whatever. But the Frank Caliendo thing, he just wasn't into it. He did, however, I don't want to trash him. He did, however, circle back, come into my office and apologize. And he's like, "Look, man, you know my people should have told you that I, you know, don't want to do impressions anymore." He just he didn't come in with a with a team. He didn't have a squad. He didn't have a posse, an army. He just came in in his short, his gym By shorts, himself. and just and he was seventeen minutes early. I'm not used to that. Yeah. I'm used to interviewing rappers who are two hours late if they show up at all. And I said, well, and then when I said, are you picking up tickets or are you here to see somebody? <laughs> Ouch. Well, I didn't look up at him. I have, I'm, I have a low chair and a lot of computer screens. And I had three people in front of it. And so, I mean, before I asked him to fill out W9, um, <laughs> he goes, well, I'm here to see everybody. I was like, yep, me too. But then it just kind of started from there, but um. Yeah, so I don't know if 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 he was just kind of rocky from jump when he walked in the door or what, but I don't know. He seemed like a decent dude towards the end. I don't know. Maybe he's just got a lot going on, and that was when you're that not many people at one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He is a lot of people. That's right. Okay. So uh, Molly, let me give you the breakdown of what we do here in Buster's World. Uh, is on this podcast, I I like to include a lot of things that are going on in my life. Like earlier at the beginning of this episode, you heard some cool calls uh, from from my show every afternoon on FLZ here in Tampa Bay. But then I also like to include interviews and people that I meet that I work with. But the undertone of what we do here is all about the world of pro wrestling. Of which one of my favorite things about bringing you into the room here is that you don't know dick about pro wrestling. Okay, dick. Let me change this. Here's what I learned from pro wrestling podcast. Summarize. Let me um, Twitter your Facebook on last week's podcast. Okay. So basically, pro wrestling is a Harlequin novel with cheerleading and pageantry and sparkly things and beating the bonkers out of each other. Yeah, all that. And Buster likes that. So do I. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, okay, so this is why this weekend is special, okay? Because last night um, was an event called NXT TakeOver in Chicago. So let me explain to you the difference between, like, WWE and NXT. They're owned by WWE. It's all the same. They have a different rosters, different people, because 
NXT is wrestlers, presumably, that are on their way up, on their way to the main roster of WWE. So these guys, a lot of times they say, it's kind of like, you know how they say in regular sports, like how, oh, the college kids play harder because they want it more. Mm Mm-hmm. That's basically what's going on here with NXT. So these boys. So this is under the same. I yeah. Mean, like, are they on the same network, or is this just like? Yeah, it's all. We- yep, it's all on the WWE network, and and they share audience. It, it, not just people who watch wrestling, but literal geographic audience. Because last night was Chicago. Tonight is Chicago too. And so last night was the NXT Chicago show. Oh, tonight, the big boys come out tonight. Yeah. Do they also have um, trashy backstories? Like of definitely like, the yes. whole deal. So so do they make them up, or do people make them up for them? Because I would love. Oh, to Oh, like my a, is it written, or or do they get to do their own deal? Yeah. You know that's a really good question. Right now in the uh, pro wrestling community of people that talk shit about it, i.e. me and other people, uh, you know, there's like a drama over the fact that the old days, like The Rock and Stone Cold and all those guys, used to be able to cut their own promos, and they used to go out there with no script, with one mic, talk shit. Sometimes it would fail. Sometimes it would be the greatest thing you've ever seen. But either way, it was live and unscripted. Where And, you know, they would give them the bullet points, like, hey, we need you to make sure this and this happens. But in between, do whatever you give want. Me, wait, can you give me, like, two bullet points? Like, make sure that so making sh- make sure that make sure that when you come out you uh, you know you you detain one one guy and you you know say say you knock some guy out or something make sure that you knock this guy out and then get on the mic say whatever you want and then make sure that guy gets up and knocks you down but you have your back to him so like the, okay so, yeah. okay so, so it they'll is script like out the choreographing like all right. So here's how the dance goes. Exactly. But in between, it was all freestyle before. And nowadays... Like the shit talk was freestyle? Yes. Or the... Yes. Okay. And so nowadays, the shit talking is not freestyle. A, a, a couple of them get to because they know they're good. But like for the most part, because and because it's such a, more of a corporate entity, WWE is, uh-huh. they've scripted out all their promos. So whenever they walk out with a mic, they're 100% scripted. Now their character can come from the office. They can be like, hey, we're going to make you a blah, 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 and here's your deal. Um, some of the, the best characters, I feel like, is, is you know, something that somebody was working on and, and went into the office in Vince and Triple H's office and is like, hey, guys, here's, here's how I envision myself. Here's how I want to look. How do you convince someone to want to get their ass beat? Um, be, <laughs> oh, to, like, lose? They know that it's all part of the story because sometimes – like in the match that I just showed you, and I just recapped NXT Takeover to oh, Chicago with Molly before we pressed record here. And the, okay, so the they're like uh, ten plot twists in ten seconds, right? And so the match that you watched at the end with Jar- Johnny Gargano and Champa, where you were like, "Oh my God, that guy lost!" But he was he the one in the red shirt. He when lost. That, wait, who spit on the guy's ring? Uh, that's Champa. Okay. Yeah. So, but when he won, <laughs> the other guy lost, right? And you're like, well, wait a minute. How did that guy say that he was g- going to want to lose? Well, it's all part of the storyline because they are in a particular storyline. They're going to wrestle again. So, just because you lose a match doesn't mean you necessarily come out taking an L, if that makes sense. Okay. Because so sometimes I- those losers put on the best match. And when they get up, like you saw the, the- underdog. Yeah, who doesn't yeah, like an underdog? Exactly. And you saw that the guy who won, you know, it was a quick, you know, 
I don't want to say cheap, but yeah, he dropped him. He dropped him on his head on the wood. Um, the handcuffs on. Absolutely. Beginning a takeover last night, the undisputed era. I love these guys. You know what's what's really cool about a match like that is it was so good without any stipulations. Basic. Fantastic, solid wrestling. Even with the hot tag, with the faces coming in, that was just a classic move. And Lorcan's uh, rolling dive out of the ring, it was impressive because he's not really like a high flyer. I thought that was pretty cool. There was a lot going on in that first match, and then the second match, Molly, I sent you, I tagged you in a thing on Instagram of a dude, a bald guy flipping like six times onto another guy. Did you see that? Yes. Okay, so that guy's, yes. that guy's name is Ricochet. And that's what he does. This whole second match of NXT TakeOver was that. It was like 90,000 flips everywhere. But when they flip him out of the um, ring, ring, yeah, how does that... Is it, How's that count? I mean, because do you have to stay in the ring fight? Or is that just JV? Oh, I mean, no, the- no, 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 no. So when they flip him out of the ring, like, that means nothing except for the fact that they have 10 seconds to get back in the ring. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so... so other- you better hustle. <laughs> yes, otherwise it results in a count-out, and it's like a boring way to end a match is a count-out. But there are matches where the stipulations are to flip them over the top rope. But some of these matches are designed for, like, tons of flips and tons of crazy dumb shit, and that's what this Ricochet match was. Then, I'm going to fast-forward all the way to the Chicago Street Fight, and that's what I that's showed what you there at the about. end. <laughs> there were a couple cool matches that were in between there, even the championship match, Aleister Black and Lars Sullivan. To paint the picture for you, Ma, there was a championship match that was kind of boring because the first two matches were so crazy and then the last match was insane. And those middle matches were like, eh, these are cool. Um, however, you know, you sit here and you ask me about scripted and are they really getting hurt? You know, when I showed you them diving through the table. When he breaks table. the table, like, I mean. Right. So, so those type of bumps are all legit. Now, they do in the ring, there's going to be a situation where they pull a punch, right? So what happened was, was this guy, Aleister Black, who's the champ right now, was in a match with a monster. His name's Lars Sullivan. They were going at it last night, and Aleister Black went to go do like a spinning heel kick, and he missed. His competitor, Lars Sullivan, still sold the hit. So he pretended that he was like, oh, man, that got me. And so then the whole crowd just starts yelling, you fucked up. You fucked up. It was awesome. So then they got back up. That's an ego boost right there. Well, then they got back up and he did the kick for real twice in a row and busted him in his face. And it was awesome. So, you know, that's the that's the type of stuff that I enjoy uh, in the wrestling world is the impromptu, um, you know, those moments where you're like, okay, I know all this shit is fake, but. It doesn't even matter because like. No, I no, like- no, no. Those moments where you're like. I know all this stuff is scripted or fake or whatever, but did that just happen? Is that real? Did he just bounce back from that? There's no way they scripted yes. that that quickly. <laughs> Those are my favorite moments. So that was NXT TakeOver last night. Now, Molly, tonight is um, another event, like I was explaining, with the main roster, and it's called Money in the Bank. And the whole point of this, there's two of them. There's a women's match and a men's match. And the whole point of these Money in the Bank matches is they bring in a ladder and they they put a briefcase on a rope above the ring, right? And you have to use a ladder to get oh, to yeah, it. Okay. Okay. In the briefcase is uh, a contract to cash in to for a championship match at any time, at any time. So there's five competitors in the same match trying to get that that briefcase in the same 
Yeah. At the same time. At the same time. Five people going at but it. But they're only going for the briefcase, not each other. Like, Wait, is it six? I think it's I think, I think it's five. More but than whatever. one. Well, yeah, more than <laughs> one, more than two. Yeah, so they're all going for the briefcase all at the same time. And if you get the briefcase, like I said, it's a championship match at any time. But, like, I don't just mean, like, hey, I want to cash in and have a match. Like, the best. But they're all climbing up a ladder at the same like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the idea is that some of them are not knocking each other out, so odds are there's only going to be a couple people going up the ladder at the exact same time, but yeah, they're all going in it. Same and this time. isn't scripted. Um, I Ish. mean, like we'll know, we'll know. I'm sure they 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 definitely know who's going to win this match tonight. Okay. But what's going to happen some of those spots spots is like in the wrestling lingo, a spot is when like some crazy shit went down. Like the the table thing, <laughs> that's a spot. So like a bunch of that shit's going to happen tonight. And those aren't always necessarily scripted. They know what they're going to sort of do, but not every moment is planned okay, in okay. the match. You know? Yeah, because so, I was going to say, I mean, like, when that ring got spit, when he took the, the man's wedding ring off. Yeah, I bet there, I bet you that was not scripted. I bet you that was like, all right, That's I'm a gonna, genius move, though. I mean, this. but if I'm the that's wife, I'm jumping move. over the ring. <laughs> if anything, maybe on their way out to the ring before they started the match, like maybe he was like, hey, man, pull my wedding ring off and spit on it. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, it's cubic zircon in him. Okay. So. Okay, lasso back in. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tonight, the briefcase, we're yes. reaching for it. Yes, 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 yes. And so if you win the match, or if, yeah. So if you get the briefcase, Molly, you can cash in that briefcase and, and you can try to win the belt at any time. So say, say. The belt's it, the sparkly trophy that I want to wear. Like, yes, cowboy. <laughs> yes. And that means you're the best. Yes. So say six months from now. The champion just gets done defending his belt against somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And the match is over. He's beat to shit. He's laying there in the middle of the ring. He can barely move, but he he won the match. Just like, say, the match you just watched, okay? He's laying there in the ring dead. Now, all of a sudden, the person who won that briefcase six months ago comes out and wants to use that as that one moment to cash in their But briefcase. don't you know, it's like a punk fight? It's like, oh, yes. take the guy wise down. Yeah, that's a win. I'm proud of that one. Yes, that's the whole point, is that at any point, your title could be on the line. In theory, you could You're be- You're a punk for taking it. In like- theory, you could be at the grocery store, and all of a sudden, here comes a guy with a briefcase <laughs> and knocks you out and beats you and takes your belt. So that's what's going down tonight. And there's a women's match, too, uh, which will be the second. <laughs> Do they get brief purses? <laughs> Dude, that's a great question. They should, right? No, nah, it's a it's a, it's a a white. The men's is a gold and the, the women's is a white. Platinum. No, nah, that's white <laughs> with, like, gold trim around it. Uh, last rose year, gold. Last, yes, rose gold. Last year was the first year that they ever did a women's match for Money in the Bank. So this will be the second year. And I'm pretty excited. Tonight should be cool. Well, okay, so women's is scripted as well. I'm yeah. Um, and so here's the deal with the women in, in WWE is right now over the last like five years, there's been this, uh, the, it started as a revolution and now they've called it the evolution of the female wrestlers. So like back in the day, wait, what are you rolling your eyes at? What? <laughs> no, just, just. Women have to give themselves a title for everything. <laughs> yes, but what I will say about it is, as a guy who's watched wrestling forever, there was years where I would be like, oh, it's the women's match. I'm going to go get up and go piss or get a beer or something. Yeah. 
Refill time. Right. And that's no longer the case. I mean, sometimes sometimes they're, sometimes the matches are a little and eh, whatever, but like nowadays the women's matches are on par with the men's matches and they're fucking badass. Well, but also, and I, you know, I can act, I am rethinking this because cheerleading requires so much physical strength. Think about that. And yes. like, I mean, to be a flyer and stuff, like shooting your, yep. throwing your leg over your head and punching arm through to be a bow and arrow. Okay, that takes a lot of skill. And so women, I feel like it might be more of an aerobic ninja fight than, because men have like, but so what do women wear? Like, how do they keep their clothes oh, on? Oh, you think anatomy can get somebody, get in the way of a, of a match? I don't know if, because I think no matter what you have, whether you got a ding dong or boobs, I think if you strap on enough spandex, nothing's going anywhere. However, you know who's like being yelled at for their attire is Ronda Rousey. She doesn't know how to dress for these matches because she just came over to WWE and she she is not dressing right like she's constantly having to fix it like you know her titties like she got a hitch in her her titties keep popping out and she'll have to like I wish I had that problem (laughs) (laughs) but so she she keeps trying to like fix it and so I hope tonight she's fighting Nia Jax for the for the women's championship and I hope tonight she uh her attire isn't an issue well, Saran Wrap, I use that prom. Oh. Just wrap really? Chicks will do that? Yeah, it's really hot, though. I don't I was about recommend to say, it. I they, feel- the advancements in technology are way better now. Don't do Saran Wrap. But it hey, has, I feel like I you could them. die from Pressing that. seal? No, around your chest? But question. Okay, women about their... Okay, I know women wear makeup and men wear Vaseline stuff, but do guys wear makeup when they wrestle? Some guys. Some guys do, like, the face paint shit and they, you know, whatever. It's all on what their kind of character is. And so do they get to pick their, like, brand, their, like, shorts, their colors? Yeah, like, a lot of that will go with whatever they're doing. So, like, they have... Like, um, sponsors? Well, they no, nah, they don't really do sponsors. Cause that's more of, like, a UFC MMA thing because, you know, Vince is trying to keep all the dough for himself. So. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, they don't really do the sponsors. Uh, however, they have a team that basically seems and hems and designs and creates. Kind of like a with, pit crew. I get it. Yes, very okay. much like a pit crew. Perfect. With the wrestler, and they dress them up before they get out there. I know a lot of sports have, like, walking out songs, like fight songs. Like, what's your go-to? What If you... You had a fight song, a walkout song. If I had an entrance theme song, this is my fight song. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it definitely wouldn't be Rachel Platten. (laughs) I don't think that would be it. I've thought about that because, of course, I have. Um, Yeah, I mean, like there are cool songs. Like most of them don't pick top three. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Most of them don't pick music that's already out there. Most of them, there's producers that work for WWE that produce all of their entrance theme songs. So they make the songs customized all, yes. for, the, for them? Oh, that's yes. even cooler than It's like all original baseball. music. Yeah, so like, I, yes, it's not like baseball. Like, I would want like a, my own song, and some of the wrestlers even sing the music, like the lyrics themselves. Like as they're walking out? No, 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 no. Oh, like it's pre recorded. Okay, okay. And it's like a song. So they know? can sing. And dance, I mean, and fight. I mean, <laughs> can sing is a subjective term, but yes, in theory, yes. They have they, good producers. They do sing, some of them sing their their entrance theme songs. So, And I'm the type of asshole that I probably would. Like, I would probably have my own like rap song For sure. that, that I would come out to. I've also thought that what I would do is, is I would come out and I would go over to one side of the stage and I would, you, have you ever seen Training Day? With Denzel yes, Washington? Yes, yes, Okay, you remember when, when, Denzel Washington would come to the hood and that's the one when they like 
are cops and they yes. steal the drugs and or not steal they confiscate the drugs and then they go sell them or go, something. Yeah, 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 or plant them on somebody. So yeah, so <laughs> so when Denzel pulls up into the hood and his big car is coming down the street and there's that guy at the end of the cul-de-sac who's got doves flying around uh-huh, and he keeps uh-huh. clapping to uh-huh. kind of direct the doves. I feel like that's something that's, I would want to do. Right. Like I would come out and it would be like, oh my God, here comes Buster. Buster. And the goes wild. And, then and the doves are going everywhere. Yeah, I would be standing at the top of the ramp with my clapping at the doves, controlling that. And then you'd get the whole audience to do it too. Be- and then Molly America would come in and just take his ass oh, out. And then just whoop my ass. And I'm proud so, to be. In- hey, so that that's what I would do. You know, in the video games. But you- actual doves. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe by then, maybe by the time I'm a wrestler. <laughs> and, and, and so you think that'd be... There'll be technology. Like, no, they're probably... They'd be drone doves. Drone doves. Oh, or like... Uh, with fireworks holo- coming out Hologram Tupac doves. Yeah. Okay. They're cool, right? Just, so, so... That's a brain buster right there. <laughs> Molly, there are WWE video games where you can create people, like you can create yourself. And like, I've done that a hundred times where like... I've created my own deal, created my own look, my own music, my own entrance. It's fucking sweet. Okay, okay. Maybe that's why I'm 32 and single. <laughs> Cause, cause, okay, so, okay, hang on, hang on. Can we throw back a second to last week? I asked Buster over here. I said, okay, hey, Buster. Um, dead, alive, uh, fictional, non-fictional, whatever. Um, three people that you would like to have dinner with. Yeah. Buster's first answer was, Himself as or his kid because he thinks it'd be pretty cool to hang out. Like me, me as a kid and me as an old man. Like I'd like to know. Maybe me as a cartoon. Yeah, and then then me as a cartoon. Buster's world. This is what it is. All (laughs) Buster's. So yeah, I think that would be cool. You know, because I would like to see how I act. Like I would like to see my mannerisms. It would be interesting. Like, you don't know what you look and sound. I mean, yeah, you have mirrors and pictures and, and you can hear yourself and stuff. But, like, in everyday conversation and you just walking around, like, you don't know what you look and sound and talk like what, and move yeah, what you do like with your what hands. People pick and, up on, like, yeah. Mr. Caliendo. Just like, this right. thing that just came out of mouth. Like, yeah, like, Frank Caliendo had no idea that he was being a dick that day. Or maybe he eventually did. But he was When he was like, Are you serious? I was like, Yeah, me too. Can we narrow that down? And I was like, <laughs> So then everyone left the lobby, and he's like, well, I'm a little early, so if you can't hold it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, um, so what do you do, Mr. And I'm like Googling at this point, because at this point, I'm like, if he's here, see everybody. And then he was like, well, I'm a comedian. Don't I look like one? I'm like, yeah, you look like a real stand-up guy. He's sitting down, so I thought it was funny, but he didn't laugh. <laughs> Dag. That's rough. So, yeah, so I would like to to have dinner with, like, a younger version of myself or an older version and of myself. And a medium version of myself and all the other selfies. No, but he did say two other people. Uh, who did I say? Um, well, how about uh, Seinfeld, which is a relevant uh, term this week. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. And I think I said Kevin Smith, right? Yes, and... Silent Bob. Yep, yes, you did. Um, so that would be cool. What was your answers? Um, Because my three, like... Awesome people that I would just like to, that I've always idolized. Dolly Parton, obviously. Yeah. Eric Church, country singer. He's from my hometown. Love that. But the thing is, I don't know if I want to meet people that I look up to that much. Yeah, don't. I'd be so upset if mm-hmm. they were just douchers, you know? Like, now, I guess if it was set up to be a dinner, it probably you probably wouldn't run that much of a risk. Meaning, like, depending on who's cooking. 
<laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like if you had time to, if they knew that it was a dinner and you're sitting down and you're talking versus like. Did you know she has tattoos? I mean, no, but I'm okay, not but it like. Is, no, no, no. Okay, but so really, so since I don't want to meet her because I've just always idolized her and for 43 minutes um, about 10 years ago on Wikipedia, I was her um, daughter. Yeah. Before they got all the strict rules on it. Yep, that was my claim to fame when I was a long time ago. So, but, um, so now that we're already related, uh, the, I would definitely say um, the cast of Golden Girls minus Betty White because she's already live. So, oh, I would have, yeah, and would maybe cool. Jesus for dessert. Okay, so the cast of Golden Girls. Now, would you want to hang out with them as... As Golden Girls yeah, eating cheesecake in the kitchen yeah. with Sophia. Picture it. Molly America. Kitchen table. Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sophia was always my favorite part of that show. Which one was the slut? Blanche Devereaux. Oh, yeah. Blanche was always Oh, my gosh. My... I never understood that, though, when I was a kid, that she was always fucking, because I'd be like... Ew. Why is she talking so sexy about that she's cheesecake? Why is she like gross. licking her lips about her and fork? She she, didn't, she wasn't even like old lady hot to me. I no, don't know. You, one of the funniest things she's ever said was, "What would you?" Rose was adopted. They were, she was like, "What would you like your um dream parents to be?" And Blanche goes, "Well, my mother would be the Queen of England, and then she would die, and then I would become the Queen, and all the men would fall in love with me, and I'd look great on the money." <laughs> I'm like, whoa, God. whoa. Yeah, so all right, so that's why you want to hang out with Golden Girls? Yeah, just culture. Okay. Um, what else you got on your little list over there? I well, feel like do wrestlers spray tan? That was one of the questions. Yes, um, they do. Because sometimes you can even see it like in their like, like Trump style tan. Well, yeah, you, 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 but, <laughs> but sometimes you can see like in their armpits or like like their butt cheeks where like they didn't get oh, the so spray they were, tan. Oh, so like G strings into the tanning booth. Oh my gosh. That's Okay, yeah. that's like Jersey Shore. Definitely. Ah. Definitely. Have you ever met anybody from Jersey? Yes, I, on accident. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> I used to live over there. It's cool. Jersey people are cool. I well, where I'm from, they call this the New Jersey State Bird. And she's flipping me off right now. You know, I, I, I the reason why I ask is because I feel like there's definitely some sort of a crazy division between like East Coast Italian and like down South American. Heck yeah, it's like Florida. I mean, you've... We have that diversity of everything. Heck yeah, we going four wheel this weekend, <laughs> and then you've got like the spray tan. Let's go, let's go. on the beach. How come there's so many mas- uh, jack off Asian massage joints? Oh, you know, I've heard about. I've there's like all ev- over on the news. Yes, every strip mall there's massage, massage Any- anywhere you like. Yeah, and it's like never a like name of a massage. It's just. Big letters. Massage. And then beside it's like a nail salon. Asian massage jack off joint, nail salon, and uh sex toy shop. Yeah. That's interesting. One stop shop, I guess, like the Walmart. Yeah, probably the same owners too, now that you think about it. Yeah, I would imagine they they're probably in cahoots at some point. But Monopoly. First off, I don't even like getting a regular massage. I don't I don't know. I'm weird. Like I got a massage the other me. day and the lady would not stop talking and I put on the special Ugh. instructions. I was like, you know, my right wing hurts, you know, my my shoulder blade or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. so focus on that, you know. Um and then special instructions, um, please no talking. Really? And please no music. I don't need a rainforest flute playing in the background while someone is. But like, what about the awkward silence? Oh no, I'm awkwardly mentally. I got so many things going on in my head. I mean, it's like (laughs) hard shuffle. It never stops ever. I hate dreaming. Like it's just it never stops. Really? If I am dreaming about riding a bike, I wake up pedaling. Like I haven't remembered a dream in twenty years. I'm so jealous.
Yeah. I like, vividly I remember all of my dreams. So I wake up. Really? Oh. But none of those dreams have happened in a massage parlor. <laughs> Back to that. No, the lady was like, she was like, oh, so, um, well, is this your first time here? Do you like massages? Do you feel like you need to get more massages more often? I just answered all those questions on the questionnaire. Why are you asking about that right now? You cutting into my hour. Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? Yeah, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> um, I hope you have a, a fantastic Father's Day, Molly, and fun presents for Father's Day. <laughs> um, my boyfriend goes, uh, hey, so for Father's Day, I want, and I just cut him off. I'm like, baby, <laughs> yeah, my daddy, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, what up, DMZ? Uh, I like this studio because when people walk by, you can see what's going on. And I also think it can be somewhat distracting. Oh, you know what happened the other day? ADHD. You know Here what happened? Yes. You know what happened the other day? <laughs> what happened? So I'm in I'm in the main studio, and someone I won't name them walked by this studio, and you were in here. And so they come into the main studio, and they're like, "Yo, who's in the front room?" And I was like, "Uh, I think it's Molly. She was in there earlier." And they were like, "Yo, dude." I guess what happened oh, was okay, okay. these monitor screens okay. were at a point to where your cleavage was shooting straight through the window. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I feel That's bad. I don't no, want her then, to feel like he, I'm No, creeping. and then he came in. No, and I didn't even see him because I can't see over the screens because the screens are right where my head's at. Yeah. And and he comes in and he goes, dude, I was like, who's that chick? I was like, so what? And then you walked in and saw it was me, and you're like, oh, oh Buzz damn it, Molly. I was like, dude, my wiener dog's here too. If you want to play, like, you can play with my wiener. Like, all right, well, I will see you next week, Molly. Thank you so much for being on this hey, week's episode. Be good or be good at it, and happy Father's Day to you too. Uh, hell no, not even. Hey, close. even happier if you're not a father. <laughs>